Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Poetry Superhighway Live. It's the November 2009 edition of our show. Glad to have you listening. It's your opportunity to call in and participate in a live open reading, which can be heard by everyone in the known universe with an internet connection and by those special people who can connect to the internet just by using their brain. So, call in, read your poetry. The number is 646-716-7362. There are no content or style restrictions, and you are the stars of the show. It's uh, just like a live, in-person, open reading, except you can be completely naked. That's one of the benefits we offer here at the Poetry Superhighway. My name is Rick Lupert. I'm the MC of the show, the guy behind the Poetry Superhighway, a new father, uh, a guy with a cat nearby, uh, a pen, a blank sheet of paper, some poetry books on hand in case no one calls in, uh, and all kinds of things like that uh, ready to go. So again, the number is 646-716-7362. It's an open reading. You're all welcome to call in. We'd love to hear your poetry. Everyone, uh, uh, when you call in, I'll take the calls in the order that they were received and I'll put you on the air. I'll identify you by the phone number that you called in on if it shows up on my on my little uh, control panel here. That way you'll know that it's you that I'm talking to. And you'll get to read a poem, maybe two, maybe more. It depends on how many callers we, we have on the air at the moment. So uh, this week on the Poetry Superhighway, we have a, a couple of new American poets featured. Last week was our international edition. We had poets from both uh, London and India featured uh, one of the first time. I don't know if it's the first time, but one of the rare times where we didn't feature anyone from the United States. So that's kind of cool. We're getting all international. Um, and uh, two new featured poets uh, up this week, each with a couple poems each. You should definitely check it out. The number to call in, uh, we want to hear your poetry. Have your, have your poems available. Call in. Share them with everyone listening. It's 646-716-7362. Those of you who have who entered our summer poetry contest, which ended in October, which uh, I admit is not the summer anymore. Uh, most of the prizes have been emailed, uh, not emailed, mailed out. About, I'd say, 80, 85% of the sponsors who signed up have sent out their prizes. So if uh, you're still waiting for them, uh, don't worry. We are on top of, of uh, being in contact with our contest sponsors to make sure that they have... Uh, uh, that they are sending out the prizes that they have pledged to you. So not to worry, every single person who entered the contest will definitely get some prize just for entering. And thanks to anyone who may be listening right now who participated in the contest. A um, couple interesting things coming up, which I can tell you about while I'm waiting for uh, folks to call in for our open reading. Again, that number is area code 646-716-7362. Plenty of open lines. Call in and... Uh, and uh, with the current call load, you'll, you'll definitely get to read a, at least a couple of poems. So, uh, so call in now. That's the purpose of the show. Um, so I'm going to be starting a, um, uh, at least I think I'm going to be starting. It depends on how much work uh, this involves. But a weekly or periodic, I should say, Poetry Superhighway podcast in which I'll be featuring spoken word tracks by people who submit spoken word tracks. So say you've got a poetry CD or you've recorded something uh, with music and your poetry. Um, I'm looking for submissions now, and you can email me MP3s to rick at poetrysuperhighway.com. 
uh, or uh, mail me a CD either way, either way, and uh, be happy to uh, to review your, your work. And we'll be putting together a podcast which you will be able to subscribe to through all the typical podcasting channels. And uh, and uh, a couple of those will be will be featured. Uh, on the Poetry Superhighway podcast. So that's uh, something new that uh, that we'll be working on, and I'm not sure where, when we'll launch that. Uh, of course, I'll have to have a, enough material to be able to, uh, to to get the thing going. So it'll be a little bit of while, a little while, but uh, definitely send your work in now. Um, I see someone uh, ans- asking in the uh, chat room, I am phonally challenged. Can I mail my words to be read by Rick? I suppose so. What the heck? Um, you can also uh, uh, you can also click on the click to talk button on the um, on the uh, on the Blog Talk Radio page as well. Uh, so if you've got a mic on your on your computer, that could help. Uh, and if you're not able to call in, but uh, go ahead, uh, email it. And if, if we have time, I will uh, definitely uh, try to to read that. The other way, by the way, to get in touch with us, uh, there is a chat room you can you can click on. Um, uh, uh, where you can uh, ask questions like "was just asked." I don't know if was it was or were there. I'm not sure. I apologize. Uh, I am a poet, but I have uh, a complete lack of competence in the English language. But uh, anyway, so you can get in touch with us in the, in the chat room. There's other people in there. You can talk to each other, comment on on who's reading, or you can uh, instant message me at Rick Poet. That's my AIM screen name. Actually, that's probably better than emailing because I, I won't be able to check my email while the show is going on. But if you, if you instant message me a poem, that'd be a better way for me to make sure that I see it and and would be be able to uh, read it on the on the air in the event that we don't have enough live callers. So again, my AIM screen name is Rick Poet, or my iChat screen name if you prefer. I prefer actually iChat. So there you go. We have. Um, Iamato, uh, I, I see that you're on the air. We're going to get to you in just one second. And I see that uh, that the book doc, Richard Lynch, you, you said that the correct word there was was. So thank you, uh, thank you for for helping me out with my uh, general incompetence with how to say things. So we're going to get to our first uh, caller right now. Again, uh, we'd love to hear from you. So please do call in. The number is six four six seven one six seven three six two. E, are you there? I can Cool, I can hear you. Sounds, no sounds way. A little... Oh my god. A little like uh, tunnel-y. Um, it does sound, you're um, cutting yeah, out. Yeah, you... Bit, but given that people are far away, it's kind of cool that it's actually working. Tell me, you know, a, a lot of what you just said was, was cut out. So tell tell us where you are right now. I'm in. You're in where? In London. In London. Oh, that's that's excellent. Yeah. Um, um, Iamato is with us from London. She is a, a poet I know from here in L.A. But uh, London is clearly not L.A. What are you doing in London? Oh, hanging out. That's that's fantastic. I feel like I've asked you a I feel like I've asked you a personal question that you don't want to answer, and you've just given me a, like no. you're there, you know. Go ahead. Yeah, 
You know, uh, you know, Beth, I have to tell you, um, I'm not hearing most of what you're saying, and you actually just completely vanished from my switchboard, so I guess you're gone. I'm not sure the click-to-talk thing is, is completely working. Uh, so there you go. Um, well, uh, what a shame. But um, I do have another caller on the air from the 818 area code, so please do call in. We want to hear your work. Um, the number again is 646-716-7362. And uh, hello, caller from the 818 area code. Hey, Rick. John Epstein. Hi, John. How you doing? I'm excellent. How are you, man? I'm doing good, thanks. Cool. Uh, how's life treating you in, in your part of the world? Life is uh, treating me quite well, thank you. A little uh, blustery day in the valley. I think it was like 80 yesterday. It's probably in the 60s today. Well, uh, yeah, it's that weird time of year here in LA where, uh, where, and who doesn't want to hear about the weather? By the way, when you've uh, when you've tuned into a, a, a right. poetry show, because, uh, <laughs> you know, certainly the weather in, inspires poetry. So I thank you bring, for bringing that up, by the way. Uh, but it's um, it's definitely uh, you know one of those times where you just don't know what to wear. I mean, you know, it, it could be 80 degrees during the day, but then 50 at night, and it may or may not rain, and probably won't. So you you should go out. Probably half naked, I think. I think in in uh, in, in the theme of uh, being on natural, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, John, regardless of whether you're um, uh, uh, naked or not, um, do you have a poem you'd like to share with us? I, I do. Um, I wrote this about a year ago uh, down in uh, mainland Mexico in a little fishing village called Punta de Mita. And uh, I uh, I wrote it around I don't know the sun was just coming up and it's called sunrise. Okay. Men once died at 26. At 52, I've lived almost two lifetimes, but still crave to quench dryness, a thirsty loneliness knowing no bound. My quest for vision and truth is unrelenting. My need for adventure insatiable. Yearning for human connection, brotherly knowledge, and closeness to other souls unyielding. What is it like for a man in prison never to see the sunrise over a range of mountains? A bright golden globe only available by muted clouds, a foreground of deep, endless jungle, emerald, breathing with life, audible and visual, green oceanic waves, thick carpeted textures, only interrupted by swooping ergots and gulls, sounds of roosters rousting, alarming the twilight. Uncoiffed dogs barking hunger and lust, not discontentment, just canine conversation and response. Does the young worker walking on the still darkened cobblestone street think about the hour-long bus ride that began his morning's journey? Does his mind, does he mind the constant sway of his 32-ounce hammer, held loosely in the looped appendage of his denim dungarees, his rhythmic graze against his thigh? Does his arm tire by the weight of his paintless, worn clean, shallow metal toolbox, 
or does the constant pendulum pitch strengthen his forearm and bicep, rendering him feelings of purpose, usefulness, and backbone? Are the richest of men ones without worry, men with constant stride? Very nice, John. Thanks. Thank you for uh, for sharing uh, the the work as as always, and for uh, for being a regular here in, in on Poetry Superhighway Live. Well, thanks for putting it on, man. You're uh, you're quite a um, mediator of of art in in uh, you know many ways, and I and I can't tell you how many people I think you touch through you know your doing what you do. And only the way you can do it. Well, um, I uh, I used to get in trouble for touching people, and uh, this is you know I found a way to to do it that that you know allows me to uh, to not get in trouble. So this uh, I'm I'm glad you appreciate that. Well, Rick, you you never you never tire of comebacks. That's for darn sure. Anyway, <laughs> thanks so thanks so much for for hosting. I'm sorry we didn't get to hear Beth. Boy, that's pretty wild. All the way from London. Hopefully she'll be called back in. Well, you know, it's it's not quite working out because she's in London and it's it's expensive to call from there. But um, she and the click to talk thing doesn't seem to be working from where she is. But I'm mm. trying to convince her uh, over a chat right now to record something into her, you know, her iMac or something, and then and then email it as an MP3, and I could just uh, I could just nice. upload it. So, but we'll see if she's willing to do that. Um, uh, but it's good to hear your voice as always, and I'm sure I'll see you soon. Absolutely. Thanks. I'll see you. Uh, Tuesday, uh, Don uh, Kingfisher uh, will be uh, posting up, huh? That's right, Don Don Campbell, uh, Don Kingfisher Campbell Campbell uh, from the San Gabriel Valley will be uh, reading live at the Cobalt Cafe, and uh, uh, this Tuesday in Canoga Park. Check out poetrysuperhighway.com/cobalt and. Uh, and we'll uh, and you'll you'll get to see him live as well as participate in an in-person open reading. Thanks again, Rick. Have a great day, man. Thanks. You too. Take care. Bye bye. Uh, John Epstein calling from uh, Calabasas, California. Um, thanks for calling in, John. The um, number to call in if you'd like to call in and read your poetry is six four six seven one six seven three six two. And we'd love to hear your work. I do have a few more callers on the air, and uh, and so we're doing we're doing well. We're doing well. Um, I might about halfway through the show. I mentioned at the beginning uh, stalk, stalking. <laughs> Not really. I didn't mention that, but um, maybe we'll mention that later. Um, I, I, I talked about a uh, the Poetry Superhighway podcast, which I'd like to start uh, getting going, which will feature um, a couple spoken word uh, tracks uh, every week, or every couple of weeks, or every how often I'm able to get it together. Um, and I do have one of my own spoken word tracks uh, that I might play for you later if, if, uh, if we have time. Uh, certainly your calls are more important than that. But just to give you an example of the kind of stuff that we would, we would uh, play in our podcast. So uh, moving right along, I have a caller from the 614 area code, uh, Raven's Wing Poetry. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. And uh, t- tell me your name again. I see it says Raven's Wing Poetry on the uh, chat room, but uh, clearly that's not your God-given name. Oh, of course not. Um, it's Nicole Nicholson. Oh, Nicole, of course. 
And you might want to turn your computer down and listen on the phone. I can hear uh, we can hear the delay in the background there. Um, Nicole, where are you calling oh, from? Oh, okay. I am calling from Columbus, Ohio. All right, of course. Um, how's everything in Columbus today? Well, actually, things in Columbus are pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, as you can see, we have no windstorms battering us about today like we did back in September. That was just all kinds of craziness, and I'm hanging on for dear life with my cell phone trying to stay on the air. <laughs> well, that's uh, it's amazing that poetry was your priority at that point, but uh, but uh, congrats, good job. Thank you, thank you. Anyway, I do have uh, one piece I'd like to read tonight. Um, some listeners will remember that the last time I was on, which was September a uh, couple months ago, I read Nightmare, which was a poetry that was written, which was a poem that was written in tribute to uh, Jim Morrison, the late lead singer at The Doors. To kind of juxtapose against that, I wrote a piece called Dreams, and I'd like to read that now. Okay. There is a thin, sorry. There is a place above our minds, a thin, translucent realm where our eyeballs roll up into every night to watch dreams emerge from a foggy womb. We all go there to watch the spectacle of unreality and surreality emerge and dance before us, fresh, wet, and sloppy. This is true transcendence, yet it is so fragile, a butterfly's wing a gossamer thread in a windstorm. It disappears in an instant, the moment we break above water and smell the surface of reality, steam, sun, and salt. Sometimes mixed in with that is acrid smog and pungent nose-bruising crap. We dreamers, we humans, are a legion of gossamer threads, poised, nervous, vibrating in the jaws of Amore's shears. Me, I hang above death as sugar rides my diabetic blood waves into oblivion. If they erode my shores, then my eyes will become blind. My kidneys will become necrotic livies that no longer function. And my toes, my toes will dangle dangerously above the scapel, a sword of Damocles. I am a Fahrenheit wonder torn asunder by bruised expectations and hollow eyes. The Jabberwocky strikes. Teeth sink in, but I know not what to call what bit me. Yet when I dream, I reach above kingdoms, weave them together, and create my own shiny palace of temporary exile. Azure coasts, golden glint dancing on mirrored lakes, and blue above the blue seduce me into staying there forever. But that is precisely when the thread will be cut and I will fall into death. For death and dream dance cheek to cheek on either side of the same thin line of consciousness. I know, I know that I cannot stay in dreamland. So the next time I am there in those butterfly wing dreams, before daylight violently rips through them, before its knife crosses the boundaries of thin, somnolent flesh, I know that if I look hard enough, I will see you, and you, and you, and the rest of the souls crowding our nervous, uncertain plane of being. And for once, I will stop feeling alone. Nicole, that was fantastic. I think you created your, uh, your own windstorm this time. 
<laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. All right. Thank you. So cool. Well, um, I'm glad you, I'm glad you make it, made it back on this month and uh, definitely call in again uh, for next month's show. Well, I certainly will. Thanks for being a listener. No problem. Thank you. Bye. All right. That was Nicole from Columbus, Ohio, calling in. Uh, someone in the chat room, uh, a, a book talk, uh, said, this is so beautiful, I want to pee myself in uh, reference to Cassandra's, uh, to, I'm sorry, into, uh, in reference to Nicole's poem. That's a, that's a hell of a compliment, don't you think? So, cool. The number to call in is 646-716-7362. Going to try to put um, Beth Mono from London on the air again. Beth, are you there? Are you there, Beth? Nick? Yeah. Yeah, I should be. Can you hear me? I can hear you. You're cutting out a little bit, but uh, let's see if it if it lasts. Okay. How are you? I'm great, thanks. How's London? Mm. Uh, Beth, I'm sorry. It doesn't look like it's going to work uh, uh, this time around with the click to talk all the way from London, but... Uh, Thanks for trying, and um, I still think, you know, record something into your Mac there, save it as an MP3, send it, I'll upload it, and if we have it by the end of the show, I'll play it. That's probably the best we can do uh, for you at this point, but uh, but thanks uh, thanks anyway. Um, all right, moving along. Um, uh, the number to call in again is 646-716-7362, and uh, we have a caller from the 505 area code. Hello. Hey, Rick, this is Cassandra Tribe calling from Albuquerque. Hey, Cassandra. Can you hear me all How right? I can oh, hear you I'm just good. fine. You know, I'm, I'm wondering, I've got um, a Mac 2, and I can never use Quick to Talk. So I'm wondering if that's her problem. Well, actually, you know, I, I think that she made some efforts because we talked in advance to, to find a PC in order to be able to, to use it. But um, really? Uh, apparently, it's it's just not working for whatever reason. Uh, you know, she, the server's uh, cutting her off, and then when she is on, it's it's cutting in and out. So, um, yeah, I know it doesn't seem to work at all for Mac, but I know she made an effort to to get on a PC. Uh, and you know, for anyone who's a Mac user, that's a hell of an effort. Uh, so I, I certainly appreciate that, but um, doesn't seem like it's going to work out. But um, Cassandra, here you are from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Here I am. <laughs> um, I'm calling in. I'm going to read the. Uh, I just had a new book and CD come out, and I'm going to read the title piece from the book. The book is called, and the piece is called, "The Greedy Heart." Um, so this is this is the title piece. It would be silent if my body did not thunder and shake and threaten to reveal my hiding place. My breathing sounds too loud, trumpets to attract the hound's betrayal that originates within. And I press the palms of my hands against the damp stone behind me and will my body into silence. Silence that protects and shelters. I listen, and there is nothing, no 
footfalls seeking me, no stone kicked absently revealing an approach. I am wrapped in silence that protects and shelters, for at least it welcomes me and knows that I am there. The greedy heart that chases does not even really care that it is me being chased. It stumbles blindly through the streets, seeking relief from its loneliness, seeking magic to heal the wounds it made with its own hands. It comes in masks and dresses like royalty, yet remains ugly as a fetus, all mindless want and body demand. The greedy heart wants without giving, gives without knowing if their gift is burden or not, and does not really care. Such pleasure does it take in its own decision. Such pleasure does it take in its own desires and wants that it cannot understand you're not sharing the fun. How offended, how dangerous, a greedy heart becomes when it finally discovers, no matter what the fantasy, that they are still alone. Then the chase begins through narrow streets before the public eye and in darkened corners with great upon cries. Don't try to stop and face the pursuit with calmness and decency. Such things do not exist in their vocabulary. For the greedy heart thinks it has no right to be denied. For if you do not want them, they are sure. It is only a matter of time before you see the error of your ways. In this they have faith and continue to assail the walls of your boundary. Your only hope, the only way to is to run just fast enough to stay ahead. Find enough dark corners in which to hide and pray to the gods above. The greedy heart will grow bored and set its sights on a new bride. Sandra, thank you so much for sharing that uh, that piece from your new book and, and CD, you said? Um, you, well, the new book is The Greedy Heart, and the CD is called Angel, and it has the five long pieces from the book on it. <laughs> and if someone's uh, interested in, uh, in learning more, do you have a website, or where can people check it out? They can find me at loveandwords.com, or they can um, look it up on iTunes. Oh, cool. Okay, under under Cassandra Tribe? Yeah, I have three CDs out, and Angel is the third in the new one. Great. Well, Cassandra, thank you so much for uh, for calling in and sharing that work, and congratulations on the, on the book and CD, and uh, looking forward to hearing more from you. Okay, thank you very much. I enjoy your show. Thank you so much. Thanks for being a part of it. That was uh, Cassandra Tribe calling from Albuquerque, New Mexico, uh, new uh, new book and CD out. I, I wanted to mention also uh, 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 Nicole posted a, her website in the chat room. 
that um, we didn't mention on the air, so um, should might as well uh, mention that now to, to be fair. So ravenswingpoetry.com if you want to check out more from Nicole. Uh, there you go. Um, we've got a lot of callers on the air on, or on, on the line, so uh, I may or may not get to my own spoken word uh, track, but you're certainly going to hear more about the Poetry Superhighway podcast uh, in the coming months as we, uh, we, meaning me, as I figure it all out. Um, all right, we've got Beth Amato trying one more time. She switched to a, to a PC, so we'll see if this makes a difference. Um, uh, the third time will either be the charm or you're out. So, Beth, are you there? Beth, looks like you're going to be out. Oh, well, we tried. Um, thanks again for, uh, thanks again for giving, giving it a try. We're going to move right on to the uh, next caller. The number to call in is uh, uh, area code 646-716-7362. And uh, moving now to a caller from the, uh, let's see, the 805 area code. Are you there? I am. Rick, this is Excellent. Mark Ladwig. How are you doing? Mark, how are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. Good. How's the baby? The baby is just fine. He's in the other room. Uh, he just made a noise, and my wife went to uh, uh, attend to him. So uh, <laughs> uh, that's that's what's happening right now. I guess I get out of doing that since I'm running a, a show here. But uh, Oh, the lucky fun me. days. Yeah, lucky you, man. They don't last long. You'll miss them when they're gone, man. I promise you. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> you will. Sure, you will. Not sure I'm going to miss these particular days, but uh, I'm sure the, the days yet to come, uh, I, which haven't even happened yet, I'm I'm already nostalgic about. So, uh, so good. So, um, what do you got for us, Mark? I got something I wrote recently. Uh, here we go. I'll just read it. Let it read. It's called uh, Salmon Creek Falls. Something got left behind out on that walk. The road clung like a snake trespassing cliffs, a flyway high above the sky-sized sea through crumbling stone and stubborn chaparral. Just past last chance and steeper than amusement, it terminated at a horseshoe bend. We parked our cars and gathered, listening for the surf below, the waterfall above. Trailhead opened where the Indian paintbrush parted and led through lurking patches of poison oak. We eyed each jagged leaf as friend or foe amid wildflowers and strawberry vines. Up deeper in the cooling shade, the trail meandered giant boulders shot with jade and crusty lichen, and we braved haphazard caves that stuck our shoes with thick black mud. Down where the water ran full of sun, a grove of laurels lined the broken banks, we took and bruised a leaf between our thumb and forefinger and offered its rich scent for each to breathe like joy of life. We gathered at the rock-bound pool and watched the water fall in spiral braids as icy ripples lapped our tired feet and spray caught rainbows out of sweet thin air. The background crashing water filled the dale with unity that made us huddle close to talk, but mostly we just sat and looked and pointed to a rare endangered flight of condors spiraling against sea breezes, praying they would find a way to last. Cool. Mark, well well read. Nice piece as well. Thanks, man. Um, 
How's every, uh, you got a website or anything or anything coming up you want to want to plug? I don't have anything coming up I want to plug, but yeah, I got a website. I'll, I'll put it up in the chat room. And well, I, you know, I, I, I'm sorry, what's that? But tell it to us now as well, because not everyone is in the chat room. Oh, okay. It's called, it's kind of a long-winded moniker. It's called. Uh, I wrote a, a novel-length narrative poem called Odysseus, the Epic Myth of the Hero. And it's uh, my retelling of the life of Odysseus. I, I do all the stuff that, that Homer doesn't bother with. I picked up all the loose ends and put them together into my own narrative. And so, you know, the, the website that I have is devoted uh, to that, and then also my poetry. And it's it's all one word, and it's awful long. <laughs> I'll write it. It's it's uh, OdysseusEpicMythHero.com. Well, and I'll, I'll write it out. That's actually longer than PoetrySuperHighway.com. <laughs> and, I, and I'd always thought that I'd chosen the, the longest uh, domain name ever back in uh, 97 or whenever I had started this thing, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, so you I think know. You've, you've beat me. Well, I wasn't trying to. What I was trying to do was do something that I thought would get hits, you know, when people would, you know, type in Odysseus, that it, you know, it'd send them that way. I, I don't know if that happened or not. But anyway, it's what I'm stuck with now, OdysseusEpicMethero.com, so... You know, if you go there, you'll find uh, you'll find stuff about the book, and you'll also find uh, you'll also find some poems. Cool. All well, right, uh, Mark. Thanks again. By the way, we didn't mention this, but I remember I saw you post in the chat room. Actually, you're you're from the central coast of California. Oh yeah, I am. So people get an idea yeah. of where everyone's coming from. What what city in particular, if I may ask? I, well, I'm I'm in Cambria right now. I live in a, a Royal Grande with my wife, but we have a house up in Cambria too, and I'm up here painting. I stopped painting the ceiling to come on the show, so I got my face all speckled with paint, and, you know, I'm taking a needed break. Well, you're immersed in every kind of art at the, at the moment. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't know if that's art, but yeah, yeah, I am, trying to get the house looking good. Well, when, whenever you paint the ceiling, you can't help but think of yourself as Da Vinci, even if it's just a solid color, so uh, just, there just you don't go. do it years, years at a time and ruin your back. So, uh, no, 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 no. I, 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 I take care of myself. Excellent. All right, Mark, thanks again for calling in. Okay, Rick, thanks a lot. I want to thank you for featuring me when you did back. I think it was in September or October. I'm not exactly. It was back then. Th thanks a lot, man. That was really nice. Made me feel really nice. Oh, okay. Uh, my, my pleasure. Yeah. All right. You got a nice thing going here, man. I, I can't wait till next month to listen to. <laughs> thank you so much. All right. That was um, take it easy. That was Mark uh, Ledwig calling from uh, today, calling from Cambria, California. Um, and uh, as he mentioned, um, he was a recent featured poet of the week. And I'm just looking online. If you want to hear uh, more work from Mark, it was September 22nd to September 28th. If you just click on Past Poets of the Week from the main or Past Poets Archive, that is the correct. Uh, menu title there. Um, on the main Poetry Superhighway menu, you can read his work, as well as well the work of hundreds and hundreds of uh, poets who have been published since um, 1997, which is when uh, the Poetry Superhighway started, the beginning of 1997. We had our 10th year anniversary last year. We're, we're just finishing up our 11th year now, uh, which is crazy. It's crazy. So the number to call in, 646-716-7362. Moving along right now to a caller from the 214 area code. Hello. Hi, Rick. This is Gayla Bell. Hi. How you doing? Really good. Thank you. 
I wanted to wish you and your family well, and the poetry contest was fabulous. I already got my gifts, and I appreciate it. It was wonderful. I was really glad to be a part of that. Oh, that's great. So you entered the contest, and you, you got something uh, just plain for entering. Yeah, I got a really great book of poems. It was wonderful. Cool. And may, I, may I ask, uh, what, what, what book did you get? Do you know, I forget the title, but it's on my bed or under my bed. <laughs> I read it. I've read it a couple of times, this this poet, and maybe next time when I call I'll have it handy, but she was just awesome. That's great. Well, I'm I'm glad you entered, and I'm glad you got something for, for entering. I appreciate it. I only have one poem I've been wrestling with, um, and I'm going to put it out here to see what you think. Um, okay. It's called Poems Just Walk Up to Me. Poems just walk up to me, toppling out of a bar with a day-old beard, smelling like three rums and cokes and expensive cologne. I'm on my way with a friend to a hibachi place that has dynamite shrimp and an hour and a half wait. This guy said he once dined with Mother Teresa and MLK, probably not at the same dinner. I'm giving him a what are you trying to buy or sell look by now? You know, he says, those shits in there aren't worthy enough to hold Dr. King's jock strap. Well, he didn't say anything I disagreed with. He told us he had been to different parts of the world with his uncle selling aid to third world countries. Baby, are you drunk, my friend asked. Do we need to sit with you for a minute? He stutters a bit. I've had a few, but I also have ADHD. Well, this was account for the manic movement in his hands and his body. He turns back to me, looking at the brown landscape of my face, hoping to find sustenance. I look inside the club, hear the sharp, brittle laughter, look at the relief at the barman's face that this man is now bugging us, not his happy-hour crowd. I gaze back into the famished eyes of the man before me, reach up on tippy toes and fold him into a deep hug so sudden he inhales his breath as if he's been pushed into a stream. Then his arms enfold mine, bristly face scrubs mine. How did you know he gasped? I know. It's okay. When the hug breaks, my friend is arms up, expecting and waiting. There are smiles now. He tries to lock away pillaging tears. You know, he walks away as he yells, you know, those bastards in there aren't qualified to hold your dog's breath. <laughs> well, I didn't disagree. Gail, that's wonderful. Uh, I, I think you. you're definitely on the right track with that poem. Um, uh, I just—I was looking uh, at the prize roster uh, uh, while you were reading, and, and just to give props where props are due, the book that you received yes. was from a poet named Ella Rain Lockie, who's a San Francisco yes. poet. Yes, um, yes, and she, she, she is really wonderful. I've, I've featured her yes. at the Cobalt on one of her trips to L.A., and her book was called ah. uh, Blue, Blue Ribbons at the County Fair. Yes, one yes. One of her first-place winning poems in, in different uh, poetry contests that she's entered. Elorraine Lockie, I, I recommend her highly, uh, folks, so you should definitely check her out. And you yes, already yes, got to yes, check her out. Congratulations. Yes, I did. <laughs> it was a well, joy. Gail, uh, you're, you're Gail Bell from Dallas, Texas, thank you so much for calling and sharing your great new piece with us. All right. Thank you very much. You take care, Rick, and hey, I appreciate all you do. <laughs> Thanks so much. All, all right, right, Gail Bell from Dallas, Texas, uh, just called in. The number 
uh, to call in is area code 646-716-7362. And uh, moving right along uh, to our next caller um, from the 205 area code, hello. Hello, Papa Rick. That's Papa me. Rick, can you hear me? I can. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, it's a day of coincidence. Is it really? Someone, yeah, someone mentioned Da Vinci, and you know, I'm here in Birmingham, Alabama, and I'm at the Ocean at the museum, and today is the last day of the Leonardo um, drawing exhibit that we have. Um, only two cities in the United States will be getting this exhibit, Birmingham, and, you, and for you people out on the West Coast, it will next be going to San Francisco. I think it's going to be located at the Legion of Honor, so you don't want to miss this show. Um, they're rare drawings from uh, the Royal Library in Turin. And uh, this last day of the exhibit happens to be my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. And so and tell us, you know, I recognize your voice, but I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not, could you tell us who you are? Oh, yeah, Michael. I'm Michael from Birmingham. I'm pretty regular right, okay. the show. And yeah, no, I, I recognize your voice, but uh, I can't always. Uh, I'm, sorry, I'm not I'm a union. So. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm pretty. So Michael, right. you're 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 cutting out just a little bit, but um, uh, so why don't we get to your poem really quickly? Okay, uh, well, how about can I speak about Leonardo and poetry for a second instead? Hello. What? If you if you can do it quickly, I got a lot of callers, and I want to make sure to get okay, everyone uh, home. I just want to mention that if you get to see the exhibit, if you don't, uh, there's one piece that Leonardo wrote, uh, that, well, actually, as a drawing, and uh, he superimposed, combined as part of the composition of the text, a poem. Of course, it's in Italian, and uh, I just wanted to point that one out because it's a nice example of expressis, the only one in the show. And uh, he talks about the moth being attracted to the fire. Um, that was a, um, a popular uh, motif in the Renaissance time. Uh, with the moth representing the human in quest for the fire, and that would be knowledge. And it recalls to my mind a few lines from the start of a lyric by uh, Stevie Nicks called Sarah. Wait a minute. Stay with me a while. You said you'd give me light, but you never told me about the fire. Rick? Yeah. I'll let you get to your other callers. Well, I'll call back next month. Okay. Okay, sounds great. Thanks for sharing that. I'll call bit. you. I'll call you. I'll call you next month. I have a special poem for next month for Christmas and for the new baby. That sounds wonderful. And um, thank you very much for calling in now and uh, for telling us about the Da Vinci uh, exhibit uh, at the museum in Birmingham uh, closing today. Happy birthday to you, Michael, and uh, and coming to San Francisco next. So anyone in San Francisco will be lucky enough to uh, to check it out then. Um, so excellent. Uh, moving right along, I've got two callers from the 818 area code, and uh, going to move uh, first to um, uh, 818766. Hello. Hi there. It's uh, Jerry G. Hey, Jerry G. How you doing, man? All right. Great show I'm today. Great I'm, I'm appreciating all the poems, <laughs> and that that uh, it was nice to hear that little dribble of Beth's uh, voice, and I, I hope she makes it work next month. I know. I mean, she's so good that you can really just hear her cutting out for like three seconds, and it's it's uh, and it's it's worthwhile enough. Absolutely. <laughs> Beth, uh, is, Beth, 
course, Beth has read on this show before. She read in some of the earlier shows. She's from Southern California, and she's where it's, of course, like inexpensive for her to just call in or anywhere in the U.S., but she's in London now, so she's been having some trouble making it in, but uh, but that's cool. Well, I look forward to hearing from her again. And I, I like the idea of your podcast idea. That's going to be exciting when you get that, that going. I hope to submit something. Cool. Yep. Well, I, I look forward to that. I look forward to figuring out what the hell I'm doing with that. Uh, but it's, uh, it's something I've been thinking about for a while, and I think it's just another way to, uh, you know, kind of expose people to, to different poetry. I mean, there's, you know, I have all kinds of spoken word CDs that that I've collected over the years. And uh, when I used to do a, I used to do a radio show on, on uh, Live 365. I think that's what it's called. So it's an it's an internet another internet radio thing, um, and played music and things like that. And I, I played a lot of that stuff, but. Uh, um, so I, I think that this would be a, a good thing, and, and, and you know maybe uh, you know I don't know if you have any spoken word tracks, but like what's happened with the uh, with the um, great poetry exchange and, and the ebook free for all is that it's inspired people to actually put those kind of materials together, whereas they'd never had that you know they didn't have an ebook or they didn't have a chapbook. So maybe you know what you what you just said is you don't have a spoken word track, but now that you've got a reason to put one together, you'll you'll do it. Uh, absolutely. You know, the, the, the spoken word and uh, music and visuals have always been married, and it's been hard for people to produce that, though, with uh, small presses have not really had the capability. But now we can do it right here in my computer, sitting here right with my Mac, and I can put that all together. Well, the Mac's been getting a lot of props on the show today, so uh, more power to you and us. Yes. <laughs> the Mac Evangelist. So, Jerry, you have a poem for us. I do, I do. I have a poem. Um, it's interesting. Uh, uh, um, I think it was Mark from the, the Central Coast. I, I started a poem when I was up in Pismo Beach. Uh, it was about the time of the Democratic uh, Convention. So this poem is uh, it started kind of with that angst and ends up um, with not much hope. <laughs> but I must say, we do have hope now, and uh, uh, it's just going to be a tough, uh, tough while while we put it together. So this poem is called Tempest. Small vessels rise, fall, splinter on pinnacles of Prospero's wave. Heavens burst white lightning, squalls folding battalion sails, seabirds pushing bent wings against pulverizing wind. Channel islands crumble onto edgy seas. Weathered dinghies rock, Antonio buckets water, time after time to exhaustion, and our only escape is to let him drown. Heading to higher ground, drenching soil, muddy trousers, making us dirty too. I will need you to hold my hand, Miranda. Tsunami warnings make no sense where guideposts have already fallen flat. Great, Jerry. Always enjoy your work, and it's a strong piece. Thanks for sharing it. Thank you. Good show, Rick. Thanks for calling, thanks for calling in, and uh, we'll talk with you soon, I'm sure. I will be uh, soon. That, cool. That was uh, Jerry Garcia calling from here in Southern California. Um, the number, again, is uh, 818. I'm sorry. It's 646-716-7362. would love to hear what you've got. I've got about three callers left and a little over 10 minutes in the show, so we're going to try to get to to all of you, and uh, I suppose if the system fails and you all hang up, I'll, I'll get to play my uh, spoken word track, but, uh, but uh, 
that's really just the backup plan. So uh, moving right along now to a caller from the 760 area code. Hello. Hello. This is Brandon Sema. Hi, Brandon. How you doing, Rick? I'm doing good. I You're wanted calling to... from, uh, from uh, another part of California, right? Right. Uh, Valley Center down in uh, Center. inland San Diego County. Inland San Diego. Okay. Great to hear your voice again. It's been a California heavy show. Uh, no offense to the the rest of the country. We've had uh, we've had you know London, uh, Ohio, Albuquerque, Texas, Alabama, but we're a lot of California today. Well, uh, yeah, it's great to be in touch with uh, the rest of the world. Thanks again for uh, putting on the contest. I wanted to read the poem uh, that I I didn't get a chance to call in and read, uh, "Invasive Hunger," which was from. Um, which I believe was one of the finalists from that. I, I heard about it through the grapevine. Uh, you know, while you're reading it, I'll, I'll check the roster and I'll let you know. All right. Uh, invasive hunger. <laughs> okay. Home from summer vacation, I opened the freezer where thousands of dead Argentinian ants peppered the frozen fish and ice cubes. Drought and a decade of warm winters made them desperate. Now it's my turn. I try to poison the queen, but she sends her progeny into the kitchen for grains of sugar, drops of honey, unwashed dishes. I resist her colonizing my home, but can't carry the poison down the supply line to her throne. Odds are I've eaten several of the lives she's sent. It's horrible. It's a war. All entrance strategy until God herself liberates the reins overhead. Who was the first ant to make the expedition into the freezer and return to recruit thousands to hike to their deaths. How long after he's gone, younger sons and nephews follow the scent as if it were a flag. Not enough reason, not enough poison to stop this war, not enough food or borders to incite the peace. And for that, I won a very nice journal from Snow and Graham, Chicago. I don't know who the... uh, who the well, owner was, but that's what arrived in the mail. Well, that's a coincidence, actually, because John Epstein, who was uh, one of the first callers today, was um, was the sponsor um, with his uh, wife's store, uh, I think it's Kingfisher Road Gifts or something like that, and he donated a, a, a hand-painted uh, journal, and, and you were the one who got it, which is um, really cool. Uh, that was one of the coolest prizes we had, and they were all distributed randomly. I'm glad you got it, and... Uh, and it just it goes to show you actually uh, came in fifth place in the contest. Um, of course, the, the the big you know the, the winners quote unquote are the people who, who get the three highest scores. Um, but I do announce the top ten places, and fifth place is, place is pretty good among 570 poems. Uh, so congratulations. Well, thank you, Rick, and it was a, it was a joy doing, and it. it's a very nice uh, painting here of, of a couple of yellow birds on a uh, kind of a steely branch. It's, uh, it's it's quite nice. So thanks again for making that happen. No problem. Thanks for participating. Okay. Happy day. You too. That was uh, Brandon Sema calling from uh, Valley City, California, just uh, south of, uh, of of where I am now. And uh, let's see. I've got a caller from the 818 area code on the air. Before I get to you, though, we've got to just wanted to give out your phone number. The the number is 646-716-7362. See if we can get you on before the end of the show. Um, so hello, 818 caller. 
Uh, hi, Rick. E.P. McKnight, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. What's going on at the Cobalt Cafe? Uh, right at this very moment, probably nothing, but um, <laughs> but uh, on Tuesday, as I mentioned earlier, we've got Don, Don Kingfisher Campbell um, 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 uh, reading, and uh, he's uh, I think he's going to be bringing a bunch of people from the San Gabriel Valley out uh, to uh, to read with him. He always is a big supporter of other poets, and he um, uh, and he uh, you know does just so much work in terms of uh, putting out chapbooks and publishing other people. And it's I'm just really you know I've given him a feature, and I have a good, complete confidence he's going to use it to present a bunch of other people because it's just sort of the the nature of what he does, uh, in addition to publishing a chapbook of his own every 10 minutes. So that's what's happening this Tuesday at the Cobalt. Okay, well, I'll try and get over there. But listen, I'm not going to keep you too long because I know the time is really short now. And I just want to share a quick poem from my book called Words in Action. And the poem great. is called, huh? I said great. Okay, thanks. All right, the poem is called One Race, One Prize. Humans are the one true race, honor due to one God, our prize. Each has a journey to fulfill, all in line with God's will. You are destined to do and be, go within yourself to see. God's reason, your presence here, making things better, don't you fear? All your tools created within, pursue your dreams, you will win. A lawyer, doctor, teacher, or judge, Admire others, but don't begrudge. There's only one true race. We are all together. Go at your pace. Be sure. Keep your eye on the prize. Blessings to come befitting your size. What's yours cannot be taken. Soar like an eagle. Don't be mistaken. Life awaits humanity to be better. Be positive and weather the weather. The cloud, the storm now moving on, leaving you a bit higher on the wrong. Run the race, keep the pace. Evil alerts, God's your mace. Giving you sheer delight while passing through, you see the light. That was my point. EP, thanks for calling in. We're, we're, you're I, 818, so I'm guessing you're here in the valley, yeah? Yes, I am. I'm right near the Cobalt Cafe. Oh, so Canoga Park? Okay, I... Yeah, uh-huh. Fantastic. Well, it shouldn't be. Uh, you've got no excuse for not coming if you live that close. So, uh, cool. Thanks for calling in. Great to hear your poem. All right. Thanks. I'll probably see you on Tuesday. Sounds good. That was uh, E.P. McKnight calling from uh, right here in Southern California. Um, let's see. Moving uh, right along. I've got a caller on the air. Um, hmm, it's just a bunch of zeros. So if you're on hold, talk. Hi. This is Cindy from uh, Los Alamitos. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Rick. How'd you get a phone number that was all zeros? I forgot to put in the star eight two to let you know who I was. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for thanks for uh, letting us know who you were when I uh, when I when I called you, <laughs> referred to you. So, so let's see. We've got uh, you're from Los Alamitos, California. Yeah, it's down in Orange County. Fantastic. It's uh, again, uh, California is winning today. Ah, good deal. So let's hear, uh, let's hear what you've got. Okay. Um, this is called Living in Hell. We awake in darkness to the scent of brimstone and reach for the TV remote. 
On every channel, the sparkle of embers ignites trees in a flash against the night sky. A sudden black billow signals again and again that a building has not been saved. In harsh spotlight, a reporter points out precarious columns of ash, moonscape still smoking, the remains of lives escaped in haste. Her tense voice impatiently urges the dreams to collapse on camera. Later, we'll watch homeowners rake and shift through warm rubble, faces grave through masks and tears. Embarrassed yet fascinated as they search for any undestroyed remnant, we marvel over mattress springs made abstract art, rejoice for the salvaged platter, the spared photo. Through the night, the Santa Ana winds, stale as the smoker's breath, stir ground flames to firestorm tornadoes of fire. They scorch through trees and neighborhoods, urgently, urgently rushing towards no destination, burning and burning and burning, never looking back. When the sun at last rises, a morning moon against our brown sky, painful and orange, the taste of ash drifts to our mouths like malevolent oily snow. The whole long day we fret and stare at the nightmare of wildfires, switch channels as though somehow our vigilance will help put them out. Finally, when the day is gone, we fall asleep, exhausted, and the fearsome orange line of flame burns up the hillsides of our dreams, embattled but uncontained. That's it. Cindy, thanks uh, so much for that poem. Do you, do you uh, frequent any reading in Orange County you want to quickly plug? Um, I haven't been lately. Um, I would suggest The Gypsy Den or um, Ugly Mug. Those are both good. And I do occasionally come up to the Cobalt as well, although it is and a it, it, it certainly is a trek. I mean, uh, especially from you know all the way down in Costa Mesa uh, or Orange where The Gypsy Den and uh, The Ugly Mug are. But those are nice. great readings in Orange County that uh, that I, you know, Rarely get to either because it's a trek, but uh, <laughs> right. but uh, it's great that you're part of that uh, that scene. Thank you, and thanks for you this got, opportunity. Uh, thank you. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. That was a Cindy calling from uh, Los Alamitos, California, um, down in Orange County, which has a, a great great uh, poetry scene that you should check out if you're wandering through uh, Orange County or Southern California. Um, we're out of time. I've got about a minute left, so I won't be able to get uh, uh, any other callers on the air. So if you're on hold, uh, I apologize for that. But do call in uh, earlier uh, during the next uh, time we do this next month, and uh, we will uh, try to get you on the air. We try to get everybody on the air, but uh, ooh, the price of success, we run out of time. By the way, if you want to be in touch with Cindy, call her. Phone number is six zeros. Uh, I'm sure she'd love to hear you. I guess that means she's... Um, She's like an operator for six counties or something. So not only can you uh, hear her poetry, but you can uh, uh, look up phone numbers and have you, her connect you to uh, other people. So good for you. Thanks to everyone for calling in. Thanks to Beth Amato for trying to call in a number of uh, ways from, from London. Thanks to John Epstein from Calabasas, California. Uh, thanks to Nicole Nicholson from Columbus, Ohio for calling. Thanks to Cassandra Tribe from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Thanks to... Mark Ladwig from Cambria, California. Thanks to Gail Bell uh, from uh, Dallas, Texas for calling in and telling us uh, about the, the prize that you got from the Poetry Superhighway Contest. Thanks to Michael from Birmingham, Alabama for telling us all about the uh, uh, Da Vinci exhibit. Thanks to Jerry, uh, Jerry G. Uh, from Studio City, California for calling in. 
thanks to Brandon Sema from Valley Center, California. Thanks to E.P. McKnight from uh, Canoga Park, around the corner from here, sort of, uh, California. And thanks to Cindy from Los Alamitos. Uh, wow, California, highly represented uh, in today's show. Next, uh, next week, uh, you other states, uh, I need you to step up and, and get, your, uh, get your calls in earlier so we can uh, represent you. Thanks, everyone, to calling in for calling in. Um, visit the Poetry Superhighway, poetrysuperhighway.com for, for um, uh, info on when our next show is going to be. And um, have a great afternoon, everyone. Take it easy.